Welcome to Unshaken, a podcast of the Women's Ministry of Christ the Word Church just outside of Toledo, Ohio. I'm Julie Van Warmer and I'm your host for today's podcast called Thriving Instead of Surviving. This is Season 1, Episode 9. Now, thriving means prospering or flourishing. Makes me think of like a beautiful rose or a bushy tomato plant in my garden. It also makes me think of my daughter, Anna, who's a horticulture student at our local community college. She really loves her plant babies. They really thrive by her care and attention to their needs, and I know they're just plants, but she treats them like they're my grandchildren, okay? She's a fabulous plant caregiver, and her plants grow amazingly well. Maybe you have some plants too, and maybe your plants thrive like my Anna's do. But maybe they just survive. You know what I mean. Maybe right now they're actually at death's door as you listen. It's okay. You go right ahead and clean up those branches and water them while you listen. We want them to survive. Maybe your plants continue to live or exist in spite of the hardship or your lack of care. Now, I'm not trying to be discouraging about your gardening skills, but truthfully, we all know there is a vast difference in caring for plants between thriving and just surviving. This is actually true of our lives too. If we want to thrive in life rather than just survive, we need to do some things. Just like we water plants, we have to water our soul Just like we prune back dead branches, we must prune away what is dead in us. We must prune away the sin. Just like we put our plants in proper spots on the windowsill for their growth to get sunshine, we must put ourselves in the best situation for growth. Today we're going to visit with a dear friend of mine, Erica Simpson. Erica is a wife to Kevin, a mom of 11. Yep, you heard that right, 11 children. Her children's ages are 21 down to 2. She faithfully serves at church and at her children's school. In addition, she also has an Etsy shop where she sells some beautiful handmade leather journals. Now, before you tune out and you think, okay, I don't have 11 kids, I cannot relate to Erica, I want you to stop and wait. This isn't a to-do list podcast. This isn't about how many kids you have or that your life looks just like Erica. It's about principles that we can live in our day-to-day so that we can be unshaken. Part of living unshaken is where we find our spiritual nourishment and learning how to thrive no matter our circumstances. I guess this means thriving in our lives instead of just day-by-day surviving. Now here's why I'm going to tell you that I know Erica has a lot of wisdom on this. I spent one whole year of my life each Sunday night at her home for our small group where her family and my family and a few others hung out. We studied the Bible, we sang some songs, and we ate some really good food. Um, And I watched her thrive in a very busy and very hectic, very lively home. Now, her life isn't a bad circumstance. Well, I'm sure she's had some. Sometimes our circumstances are wonderful like hers, but they still come with challenges. Maybe like Erica, you have a loving husband and great kids, but your life is full of busyness and jam-packed with the kid-related events. Maybe you're a new mom holding a brand new little one, or you have a group of preschoolers rushing around your feet. Or maybe you're a college student right now in the midst of a heavy class load and you're working in addition to pay for it all. Or maybe you've just moved to a new house and you have boxes to unpack, or you've moved across the country. Maybe your job is your challenge. It might, not, it might be a great one, but it consumes your time and your energy. Your challenge doesn't have to be bad or something to avoid. It just might be life as we know it, but we can thrive in our lives instead of just surviving. Even 
her life isn't perfect, I have seen Erica thrive. I am so excited today that Erica is here with me to talk about how she thrives in her life and what her true source of joy is. Erica, we're so glad to have you. Thank you, Julie, for your kind words, and thanks for having me. All right, Erica, so since I started this plant analogy, mm-hmm. let's just kind of keep with it and just jump right into everything here. Mm-hmm. Thinking about plants, I think the most important part of the plant is the root. It brings up the nourishment from the soil into the stem, leaves, and fruit. And if the root is messed up or damaged, it really, really affects the plants. Mm-hmm. So as a Christian, how are you rooted for nourishment? What's your source? And like, how often do you need to find nourishment so that you can grow? Mm-hmm. I think that is um, a question that leads me to a couple of places in scripture and, and as I think about my life. Um, but John 15 is the first place I think of, and it's not necessarily roots, um, but the vine. And it, it talks, Jesus is speaking, he says that his followers are the branches and mm-hmm. he is the vine. So that if you remain in me and my words or scripture remain in you, then you will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. So in that little verse, um, I've learned that my life is found in Christ. It's not a little verse. That's a huge chapter in scripture. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But that is where I have to go back to time and again to know that if I am not abiding in Christ and his words are not abiding in me, then I can't do anything that is eternal. Um, I can do a lot of things and they might seem good and I can flitter about and be very busy, Mm -hmm. but to actually um, make an impact or to have something lasting, um, which is what I believe all Christians, you know, that's what God intends for us to do. Right. That we can't do that unless we're rooted in him. Hmm. And then um, I also think of switching metaphors a little bit. The Bible talks about how Jesus is the cornerstone of the building. And you think construction and plumb lines and, you know, a lot of efforts are spent to lay the foundation stone of a big building because that is amazingly the support of the whole building. Um, and so the word calls Christ that for us. Um, Mm. so how we build matters. And so I think it's critical for me to remain building on the foundation of Christ, that he remains my first love. And it's easy for me to go about being busy again and doing things, but I can quickly go off, you know, Mm -hmm. so I have to kind of when I see that happening or someone points that out to me or there's just consequences of that happening in my life, um, I see that I have to go back to the roots of Christ and and start over. To the true source. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, as we talk about plants, I'm reminded of another passage in the Bible that I love. I've read this lots of times. I just want to read it for you. It's Psalm 1. Mm. And it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. The wicked are not so, but are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. 
That's Psalm chapter 1. I actually know this psalm by heart because I learned it in a song once, which I love. I'm going to spare you all. I'm not the <laughs> singer, okay? So, But I do love it. And the first two verses give really clear direction on where we are supposed to be or actually where we're not supposed to be. You know, don't walk in the counsel of the wicked and don't stand in the way of sinners or in the seat of scoffers. It actually gives us really careful direction where we are supposed to plant ourselves. So that's what we're supposed to do is delight in the law of the Lord. We're supposed to meditate on it day and night. So Erica, do you ever meditate on God's word? And and how does it look and how do you fit it in in your super busy life? Hmm. Well, I learned early on as a wife and mom and actually a young Christian in my early 20s that I would always be busy no matter what I was doing. I saw people in their 80s in nursing homes saying they just had no time to read the word. And mm. I, I observed that excuse is really a part of our human nature, mm-hmm. that we constantly will make room to say, I, I just don't have time. Um, so I think at that time in my life, I started to purpose to make it a priority. I did not care what um, what happened in my life, but that was the one anchor or the mm-hmm. root that I was going to hold on to. Um, and so for me, I um, it looked different in different seasons when I had babies, um, which I had for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I was up through the night, maybe reading or listening to the word. Not all the time, but you know, there mm-hmm. were times where I was using it that way. Um, sometimes it was during nap time. Sometimes it was a few verses. Um, but it was the daily practice of it over and over and over again Mm -hmm. that has been the stronghold of my life. And now it looks like me getting up in the morning and getting up before my kids do um, to just spend time in the Word, reading and praying. I love the fact that you brought up the fact that it is something you have to like purpose to do. Mm. It doesn't just come natural. Mm. We actually naturally come up with excuses. So what about a Give us an example of a time when you had to meditate on something out of God's Word, and how did it make you and help you thrive? Well, I could tell you many different times um, because God's Word is so sustaining, and especially in challenging seasons, also in our great joys. It just reflects everything in our lives. Um, In terms of meditating on it, I love music, and for me, the Psalms have been um, super helpful. And anytime I can find a Psalm put to song, Mm -hmm. um, that just, it it gets deeper in my heart than when I've purposed to memorize scripture. Sadly, I often forget the long passages I've memorized, you know. Well, they say, sing it and you'll never forget it, so. (laughs) Well, I think there's something to that for me. So I wish, I love anything put to, any scripture put to music, and I think my children learn well that way too. Um, So I could think of many times, but there was a particular time that um, maybe one of my children was graduating from high school, and um, Psalm 25 was a song that I just had to hold on to as the seasons were changing in my life, and there was a lot of emotion, and um, Hmm. uncertainty and I I would sing that song throughout the day and mm-hmm. I would um, anytime my heart grew fearful or concerned you know as a mom I would just turn to that I felt like it was mm-hmm. a gift God had given me to just hold on to in that hard time um, 
as an emotional season for a mom as you're changing into, uh, you know, launching your kids. So that would be one situation I can think of. Um, also, like anytime during work around the house, and I can be listening to, you know, let's say my husband and I are having a struggle and I need to find something specifically. I will go mm-hmm. hunt for a podcast I, I respect and, and value and on that topic. And I'm thankful there's so much out there. Yes. Um, and so while I'm folding laundry, I'm asking God to be softening yep. my heart. I'm asking him to be, you know, using this to bring me back around to the truth I need to follow. Yeah. Sometimes other, like a podcast like that can be really helpful to Mm -hmm. us or, you know, listening to the music from, from Psalms Mm -hmm. or other types of good quality music can fill our mind with good stuff. Where do you find your music? I use Spotify. Okay. Big Spotify fan. Um, but I always feel like I'm on a treasure hunt. I love, it's just like great scripture, which is all great, but you know, the ones that are pointed toward your life. And so I'm always listening and then I just, I'm always collecting. I just always have this little save lists and I know I recently figured out how to make Spotify playlists, Mm -hmm. which I know people who are listening are going to laugh at me because they're thinking that's been around forever. (laughs) But for me, it was really cool. So I made myself little playlists so that I can listen and I don't have to go searching for all the time for the same yeah. songs. It's and I like love a it. modern day mixtape. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yes, I love yeah, it. Yeah, people will not, not our young listeners right. will not yes, know what that means. Age to understand. Um, so one thing I also wanted to add is that, you know, we only have so much mental bandwidth. Um, we have a lot of things on our plates as women and um, moms and wives and some working moms. So what we give our time to really matters. And I can remember a time, you know, that my husband and I really enjoyed a band. And um, I loved listening to it because it was helpful to our marriage in a lot of ways. And yet at the same time, I realized it was drawing me away from the things I had been doing that were growing my love mm-hmm. for Christ. So. It's kind of a fine line, but I definitely think that when I grow my love for Christ, my love for my husband grows as well. Mm -hmm. So if I have to choose, I should choose the one that grows my love for Christ. So um, I think we really, you know, have to guard our time and what we let our ears listen to. Um, Is it building us up in our faith? Is it strengthening us in our relationships that God has given us? Um, Because I think that music, a podcast, all of it has a really powerful effect on us. So like when I agree with you 100%, when I'm filling my brain with things that are right from the Bible or podcasts that are encouraging, even if it's not something directly with what I'm dealing with, it always is something I can pull back out of. Mm-hmm. And I can pull it back out and think, I remember that podcast a few weeks ago, or I, those songs, I'm going to pull those up again today and listen, because it helps me keep my mind focused. So that's really great. Erica, it has been so great to talk with you today about thriving and why we should thrive instead of just survive each day. Thank you for your honesty and your challenge to me and our listeners. Um, It's just really good to hear some of the practical examples. Now listen, next week I'm glad that Erica's going to stay with us and we're going to talk some more about this theme and talk about a couple other things that she does, um, which is including um, some journaling. So stay tuned for that for next week and we're going to talk about how to plan ourselves so we grow in the Lord no matter where we are and what happens even when like a hailstorm hits, right? Um, How to thrive even then. So I'm really looking forward to that. And remember, when everything around you is shaken, you can stand unshaken because of our rock and our fortress, because of God. Until next time.